Welcome everyone. Pull up a chair. It is lunchtime in Rome. You are listening to Lunchtime in Rome. This is Eric, and I'm here with Jay and Brian again this week, sitting at the table. What's up? Hi, everybody. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we started. And that's the show, everybody. We are rolling. <laughs> we are off the rails already. Was that, um, <clears throat> what's his name from Simpsons? Dr. Nick. Yeah. Hi, do- oh, hi, hi everybody. everybody. <laughs> hi, Dr. Nick. Yeah, yeah Dr. Nick. Jay, if you want to remind everybody why we call the show Lunchtime in Rome. Yes, because it is focused on Romans 12, 15 in the Bible, which says rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn because the number one problem most people face is just in general is being alone. And we don't want you to be alone, so we want you to join us here each week. Uh, it's it's called Lunchtime because it's 12, 15 is the scripture verse. Rome, what are you doing? You're hanging out at the table. I got a message from uh, Rebecca Cartwright mm-hmm. this week. She said, love your podcast. I listen while driving to work. I love you guys. This may sound weird, but I feel like I'm sitting in the room with you. That is exactly what we're going for. That's such a great so compliment. Thank you, Rebecca. I feel like you're my friends. Wow. Uh, I, I you wept. are our friend. I wept a little. I, I squirted oh out my a tear. That's great. Wow. That's all I want. I, I just want you to feel like I'm one of the guys. I'm sitting at the table. So pull yeah. up a chair. And have a seat at the table. You know what I love about this? You didn't say anything about that before the show. Yeah, that's so perfect. like, this is I'm like, I this saved is awesome. Save it for the pod. Oh, I hate that. That's awesome. Said that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so big props to Rebecca. Yeah, thank you, Rebecca. That that's amazing. And uh, since it's lunchtime, we like to talk about food, and that's how we start out the show. We love food. We love. Food. Jay loves to cook. Who doesn't like, like to, to talk about food? I know, right? I I think that's vegetarians. Such a, uh, no, they do like to talk about it. <laughs> They like to talk about how much vegetarian and vegan they are. I'm just going to offend everybody. <laughs> right? not, by, the end, by the end of this podcast, everybody's going to hate Cartoon me. Cartoon doctors are already signing yeah. off. <laughs> right. Right, right. Especially right. the vegetarian cartoon doctors. I stand, like, by my, I stand by my statements. But uh, I, didn't, I, I don't have uh, something that I ate this week, but I, I did drink something this week. So we, we went on. Soylent. Oh, your own gosh, urine. No, we got to talk about that Soylent. someday. Oh, that's, that's sterile, that's you know. anti-food. That's Ugh. what that is. Communism um, in class. Oh, oh, it's so bad. And there goes um, the communists. Yeah. <laughs> right? See ya. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, wait. We're, we're not supposed to make people feel alone. <laughs> My bad. Right. Um, well, they're not because they're all going to join in and hating us. Yeah. So you're actually blessing them. Aw. You're how, welcome. See how, see how he does that? He's amazing. Well, yeah. that part's not good. Um. <laughs> There's so much I want to say. Brian stole my bye. <laughs> right? The one thing that you had. It's all I had. All you had on this show. Everyone's like, you know, Jay, yeah, he says bye. Um, so we went on a, uh, a double date this week with uh, mutual friends of us, the Davidsons, Chris hey, and Amy. Hey, the Davidsons. Yeah. 
And uh, we went to, and I'm, I, I'm, I apologize if I'm going to butcher the name, but it's the Alrocks Brewery. Alrocks, Alrocks Brewery. Um, brewery. They're here in Pittsburgh, the local brewery, Neville and they are Island. a not on, Near. but across across the river hey, okay. from Neville Island. Um, I remember Chris talking about this before. Yeah, yeah. and um, Are they sponsor. Not yet. Not yet. All right. Um, but we will you, reference. Maybe we'll, if you use their name correctly, they <laughs> might be. Yeah. Right. Um, but we will link them in the show notes so you can check out uh, their site. But really good beer, and uh, it's gluten-free beer. The hell um, you say. Right? And it's really interesting. It's it's a really interesting beer because it's very light and, like, kind of crisp, and you don't feel, like, as bloated. Bloated? Afterwards. And I've been, I've been, you know, the I'm going to coin the phrase, no to low sugar, no to low grain. No to low. Um, so uh, it was pretty much my only grain consumption um, this week, but... Is it made still from grain or is it made from like rice? I can't remember what it's actually made from, but the tears of vegetarians, <laughs> but it's, it's good beer, which is, which is nice. But the funny story is, is so we're pulling up to the place and there isn't a parking space to be found. Popular place. And Chris was like, it's normally not like this. What time of day is this? This is like. 3.30, like 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Because hmm. we went out a little earlier so that we could get home earlier because my parents were watching mags. We wanted to get home. Sure. Um, and we uh, were looking for a parking space. I mean, the street is packed. And there, there was one space open in their lot. So we pull in. And we noticed there's, like, kids going in. Hmm. Like, one-year-old to three-year-old kids. And, I'm, and we're just like... It's kids day at the brewery <laughs> and we go in and it's packed with parents and kids. And I'm like, what is going on? So we get up to the counter and the guy, nicest guy, I don't know his name, didn't get his name, but he's, he's the he's the owner of the brewery and just greeted us with a smile. And he's like, hey, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> I really want story. I really want you to stay and we've got room for you guys in the back. <laughs> I just want to let you know there was uh, my, my wife and uh, pawns it <laughs> off on the wife. <laughs> well, well, she, she uh, I guess her wife's sister was having a birthday party and they needed a space. So they were using the brewery as the space. And there was a miscommunication on how many people were allowed to come. <laughs> and it was. So all the people they invited were like, I'm not going to a stinking one year brewery. (laughs) Brewery. (laughs) Let's invite friends. Honey, we don't see your friends nearly enough. (laughs) God bless little Jimmy. Sally. Yeah. yeah, Right, right, right. Smart on them. uh, And uh, but it was fun. And it was was, so and they also have some games that you can play, like board games. So we played a board game and had fun with that. And then um, Exploding Kittens for reference. Oh yeah, that's a good one. It's a great game. And uh, even if it's not. We're back. And I guess grandpa of the family was sure. coming back and he was holding cake in both hands. He was like, who wants cake? <laughs> and, uh, what a great grandpa thing. Who wants cake? Come on. Cake. Right? And, mm-hmm. uh, gluten free. Amy, Amy, uh, Davidson was like, uh, is it gluten free? And he was like, actually it is. And she was like, then we'll take some. So we, we had some cake and, uh, it was, it was really good gluten free cake. And it was a great, it was a great time. Great time. That's fun. It, it was fun. It was it, so much fun. And it's a great it's a great memory. I love yeah. I love things like that, like well, moments like we had fun. Yeah. It wasn't like a story that we're gonna talk about because it wasn't fun. It was a story because it's a very funny story. But yeah. it's quite the story. And I was yeah. gonna say, you when I when me Alexis and I go out with you and Amy 
because we often double date. Yeah. It's like every one of our times ends we up always like, have a with good some story. kind of caveat like yeah. that. You know, like it, it's just I love how that happens and, and it's it's you start with one expectation and something completely different or Maybe it's some us. little wrinkle. It's 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 gotta be you. You're We're like the, the common rabbit, denominator the here, so I don't know. The ham and wild card. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Wild well, you and guys, crazy hammonds. What have you guys been eating? Um I've actually, I didn't do a whole lot of exciting stuff this past week. I just kind of, which is had, nice. It was nice after this, after you know, last week and everything. I just kind of hunkered down this weekend. Switched bedrooms, um, or I put my office back upstairs where my, where my office used to be, and put Ethan down in the basement. Basement's cold. He loves the cold, so it's it's working out great. Um, I've been super cozy this week especially working. this week it's uh, oh it's been so nice chilly. i have the heater like right on my feet and i shut the doors and like all my computers and screens make it even hotter in there so oh my god i love it no Dude, I, I'm, I love the Can't heat do that. i love the heat uh but for food i've been doing a um oven oven ribs like oven spare ribs mm. and it's, I, I tried it the, i tried it right before i, I left for uh new york and then this past Saturday, we did it again, so I'm starting to refine my game a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, they are so good. It's it's falling off the bone. Um, you you cut off like you turn the ribs over, and where it's it's more bony and less meaty, yeah. you cut off the little silver skin. Silver skin. You cut that off, and then how'd you do that? If I, I love ask? how you know the vocabulary. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, just with a knife. You know, I just take some care and and cut it off with a knife. It's and, funny, is because I've done it with a knife, uh, and you're like in it. And it depends too it, on the rib. Yeah. But then I saw once like you just use like a butter knife. Yeah. Along the bone. Okay. And then it doesn't pierce the silver skin. And okay. so then you just push it all the way down the bone. Oh. And then lift it up and oh. then you get a good handle on it and it just rips off. Well, like a looks thing like of leather. I'm going to have to get more ribs. And you know what? You shot. owe it to yeah. the science it to, of the yes. silver skinning. Because of science. Um, right. But yeah, so you, you strip that off and then you put whatever rub on it and, and then. Uh, I've been doing ketchup and barbecue sauce and some Worcestershire sauce. Mm-hmm. So Worcestershire. After, after, you, after you do the seasoning, I put that on, just coat it, and then put it in. And, and you can put it in for lower, you know, like 250, 275 for two and a half hours. Or, yeah, but I do, do a little bit higher and um, hour mm. and a half, hour, 45 minutes. And it's it's turning out unbelievable. So I'm really excited about that. Like it's even, I think it's even better than when I do it in the summertime on the charcoal grill. Oh, the charcoal's tough. Yeah, tough. You got to get so much indirect heat. Yeah, or else you just cook them real fast, and you're like, "Wow, these are charred and yeah. still tough." Yeah, mm, <laughs> this is great. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. That's, that's my cool. that's my story. I love ribs. Yeah. Oh, oh me yeah. too. Crush Absolutely. Them. Tuesday night, uh, we had people over friend night, and uh, Brian brought some really good smoked gouda. And the sharpest cheddar that has ever existed. It's very sharp, yes. And I Where'd had you get that Aldi. Aldi, yeah. Aldi, not a sponsor, not yet. Come on, so. Aldi. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I had this triple something brie that somebody had given me. That oh was, yeah. Oh, you put, didn't bring the brie. I didn't. Bring I the thought brie. you had brought the brie. Okay, so the yeah. okay, right. But it was as funk as funk. It was funk. Brie gets. So then we had a few leftover pieces of each, and I thought, ain't no way this is lasting a week. Like nope. that. That. That cheese was hanging on as it was so i thought you know what what does a good chef do make a cheese sauce bella loves macaroni and cheese she's always buying the crappiest of the crappy and one time i tried to buy her organic macaroni and cheese and oh gosh it was the worst thing you could ever pot it you know (laughs) it was just it was terrible so i went and i bought some extra shredded cheddar bought some heavy cream melted it all down blended it up 
And what I did, because I'm such a good husband, because Rachel's trying to go, you know. No grain. No sure. grain. Oh, yeah. is she? Yeah. Not no to low like me. Not no to low. <laughs> well, actually, she's quite no to low. Not non. Like, okay. I, she wants to be non, yeah. but she's still. It's tough. So not only yeah. did I make some macaroni and cheese with the cheese sauce, but I roasted some cauliflower with a little garlic, salt, pepper, and olive oil so that you could put the cheese sauce over top of the cauliflower. Yeah. So I bring both out. And I said, honey, look, I haven't made you cauliflower so you don't have to eat the macaroni and cheese. And she looked at me. And this if, is Rachel? Rachel, my yeah. beloved wife. As if I had seven heads. She's like, <laughs> you're going to make macaroni and cheese and tell me I don't have to eat it. She said, are you out of your mind? And I went, <laughs> You're welcome to eat it. <laughs> and then I had Bella taste the cheese and she goes, huh, that's, um, it's got some tang to it. <laughs> and I, I just suppose I didn't mask the funk enough oh, yeah. with the cheddar with or whatever. With some Velveeta. Because, yeah, I should have just put like a candle or something in it. <laughs> a candle. But, uh, and it was so funny because I was so bummed out. And, I'm, you know, and I'm doing the martyr thing. I just, you know. Just trying to. Try to do something nice for Does my Does this go family. into the five uh, games you play in your marriage? Marital or games. are we not going to so talk about that? that's down the road. Oh, okay. I don't know Just them. a little bit of a teaser there. That's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but it was. I mean, they, and Rachel's like, I had two helpings. I'm like. Do you want me to put the rest in the fridge? She's like, nah, I can throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did solve the great hamburger problem. Oh yeah, uh, from the you know the 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 cow that we bought. Oh right, that Rachel wasn't a big fan yeah. of, the, of it and stuff. So now I've taken my bacon grease from my every Saturday morning bacon that I've been saving for no apparent reason, and <laughs> I cook them in the cast iron skillet with about a eh, almost a quarter inch of bacon fat. Yeah. So I think that has changed it enough. I almost asked a really dumb question. (laughs) Was the, so this is the bacon from your cow? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. This is that. uh, I've got to stop stop myself. (laughs) You know, there is. Okay. Well, there is bacon, bacon and there's turkey bacon, which is an abomination to the Lord. Yes. (laughs) Could you make a beef bacon? I don't know, but you probably have the meat to do it. Don't you? It's going away fast. Is it? Really? Not as much as you think. 60 pounds. 50. 50 pounds, and I've already used probably five or six of the ground beef things, which are probably a little more than a pound each. Well, I've I mean, you guys. I'm running you out. You do. You're, you're, you do a lot of meat, though. Do a lot of meat. Yeah. Maybe well, to every every day, you know, more chicken kind of. Mm-hmm. Are you encouraging families? me or? No, I'm just oh, saying people that. We do a lot more red meat than your average family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like every day there's either chicken or, or some sort of beef yeah, for dinner. Right. Are you going to have either one? Yeah. yeah. Both. God bless. Right. It doesn't matter. Are you right. going to do any jerky? Uh, no, no. I'm not a dehydrator. Gotcha. That kind of thing. I'm not against That's it. That's baby Tai Tai. That is baby Tai Tai. Oh, yeah. He loves to make himself some jerky. He made some deer jerky. Who was it that night? I know was offered jerky and it still had hair? That was, that, that was on Tuesday night. He made his own because he made, made it from from his venison, from yeah, his deer. Yeah, and there's oh. still a couple puffs of. Uh, I gotta hide. admit, I'm not a, I'm not real big on deer meat, but the his his jerky was good, legit. Yeah, it was good. That's awesome. Um, I had a really good conversation the other day, transitioning to what's going on and that yeah. kind of stuff. Got to talk to my sister Kathy, uh, lives out in Bucks County, and it, she's great because we won't talk forever. That's and then the, we do. Like the opposite end of the state out north out near Philly, right? Two thirds. Yeah. North. North. Like gotcha. north of Allentown. Nice. I mean, people basically say Philly, but you don't have to not like her. <laughs> no. Okay. Right. Camp Kathy. Yes. Yeah. Camp Kathy. 
And she's great. She totally gets the whole emotional needs thing and everything else. And just within seconds, we got into a really deep conversation. And she said that she had just been talking to a friend of hers saying how with your kids, you never know when the last time you'll do something yeah. with them. Right. Yep. You know, you never know the last time you'll give your kid a bath or mm. even out the older age, yep. the last time you'll drop them off somewhere once they get their license. And mm-hmm. it was hilarious because I said to her, and it's not because, you know, that all of a sudden all things are going to end because of a tragedy, you know? Right. It's just that yep. tragically yep. all things eventually come to an end. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And we were both like, oh, what did we say? What did we say? That's so what we completely <laughs> ignored down, the point. We were down. so excited that yeah. we came up with that line. <laughs> yeah. But it's so true it that, is. you know, that there's a moment when just, I, I don't do that anymore. Yep. You know, and you go, and then we talked about like, I wish somebody would have told me that these were the good old days. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I shared the story of one day this fall, and I think it was before we started doing this, so I don't think I'm repeating and if I am, okay. Right. But where Joe and Bella were playing outside on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, and they were shooting airsoft guns at each other. Yeah. Did I tell the story before? Not on the show. I don't think so. Uh, I said it's a difference between, it. or it's, an, it's a, an example of grieving and healing. Because there's Rachel, and she's like, they're shooting airsoft guns? <laughs> and I said, honey, they're playing. And it's yeah. outside. They're yeah. not on their phones. They're we playing can, together we outside. Can, we can take we can take them to a hospital. <laughs> right. What are the odds of them getting both eyes it's shot just, out? Right. Yeah. It's just more violent tag. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's all it is. So later that night, I go downstairs, and there's leaves all in the basement because they left the ba- the basement door open, oh, no. and it was fall. <laughs> and there's I'm, a deer walking by. And ah. I forget the phrase. I'm pissed off, and I'm, oh, everything else. And then I thought, you know what, Jay? And this is the grieving. You'd give anything for Trey to have made that mess today. Mm. For those of you who don't know, Trey's my son who passed away four years ago. Yeah. That's grieving. Yeah. yeah. Here's healing. I then thought to myself, yeah, I'd have been pissed at him too, though. So <laughs> it's not like it's not like it would have been any better. Right. You know? yeah. Right. And so and and we went over that with my sister, and it was just, you know, because you never know when's the last yep. time something's gonna happen. Sure. Yeah. But Back to the yelling at the kids. This is the other thing that's been going on in my world because they've been home for two days with school being canceled and sub-zero temperatures and having experiments outside, you know, the boiling water and Joe Joe and Bella both froze different clothing items. And again, parenting, I don't know, maybe 201 if not 301, they're doing this and they put it right on the front step. So now I have at least a half inch of ice (laughs) right outside my door, which I could yell, but Uh, at least... So last night, they're either going to go check on their frozen clothes or they're doing another experiment. And Rachel says, do not go outside one more time. She said, it is too cold. You're making the house cold and you're going to, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it's great because they just turn and look at me like. You've been letting us do this all day, Dad. So are yeah. you gonna? Why are we getting in trouble? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this morning I said to them, I said, guys, you need to understand something. I said, your mother and I are on the same team, and we're both on the same page. Mm-hmm. And our job is to raise you to be the best and the most complete kids in the world. I said, it is my job to make sure that you live. 
that you go do crazy things. I yeah. let Joe run outside in his bare feet yesterday. Yeah. You know, whatever. And, you know, he found out it's real cold. Yeah. You know, and he's a smart kid, but, <laughs> right. you know, now he's got the evidence. Yeah. I said, it's my job to make you push the envelope and live. I said, it's your mother's job to make sure you stay alive. Yeah. I said, and it's the two of us together <laughs> yeah. that are what's good and what's going to get you yeah. to the next level. So that's what I've been going to through. And, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, tomorrow's they get to go back to school. So yeah. I get some second sleep, which I've just, Desperately want. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of sleep, we've been trying to get um, Maggie on like some kind of a different sleep cycle. We're trying to put her down earlier, get her to sleep longer. Mm -hmm. She's a great sleeper. And yes, she is. Comes from a long line of good sleepers. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing it all my life. Um, but yes, and, and that's been going okay this week. Um, and she turned five months today, which is just crazy. Easy. Does and it we, feel like? Does it feel like? Does it feel like? Wow, has it already been that long? Or it's weird. I was trying to. Th I was trying to put my finger on it. Like, does that feel long? Because we were like, because we were, we took, we take a picture each month. You know, it goes by. And um, last month was the New Year's picture, and I'm like, mm. that feels a lot longer than a month ago, <laughs> right? You know, like it, it really does. Yeah. Um, but it's also just been like. Yep. All of a sudden, and like you know, we've been trying to. Jay, you were at Christmas time. You were talking about slowing down, and I've I've been trying to slow down and enjoy moments with her. And like, I'll be, you know, calming her back down in the morning. She's getting like stirring, and you know, trying to get her to sleep a little longer. And I'll just you know, I'll pray and, and over her, and 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 just stand there and just be in the moment, which mm -hmm. has been pretty cool. So I, I maybe it's a combination of like moments like that that have kind of that it's felt long, but it's also felt really quick right. at the same time um but yeah five months i can't believe it and she's just so amazing um and yeah so you've been trying to extend the sleep period yeah we we were advised to maybe try and it's not that anything was wrong we're just kind of getting we're moving into the transition of having her in her ba in the bassinet into the crib so we're looking at getting her more in the, in the crib now. And, um, but we want to get her on that mythical 12 hour sleep, you know, for the night, like go to bed at seven 30, wake up at seven 30, which I don't know if that's ever really going to happen. Um, I don't recall it. Yeah. Right. I don't think any parent does. And but right now, if Rachel is listening to this, which she isn't, she'd probably be like, yeah, huh? it happened with this one and this one, but not that one. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh Yeah. So maybe it'll happen with her. Uh, we put her down. Uh, we actually put her down a little earlier last night, not seven thirty early, but earlier than usual. We have been going anywhere between nine and ten, and I think we put her down at like eight eight thirty last night. And then she actually had a better sleep. She didn't stir as much, so I don't. It might work. I don't know. So she went like eight four eight thirty till when? Till this morning. I left for work at 7.45. Amy's mom was here, and she had still not gotten up yet. Wow, that's wow. incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ethan right? didn't sleep for the first two years. Yeah, so she's, I mean. You haven't forgotten that. Knock, oh, uh, knock on all the wood. No, that's great, man. That's a, that's a thing. But, it helps you, know, you out so much. Well, yeah, and when, when, when we put her down to sleep last night, and also, like, you know, if we were thinking, we just, you know, kind of started, like, you know how, like, you dream about, like, winning the lottery? We were, uh, you know, thinking about, like, oh, my gosh, if we put her down at 730, Amy was like, I could study for my social work license. And I was like, 
I could play a video, video game. game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we just were kind of like, oh, this is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was good, and it's been a great week with her. And and man, I you know we. You know, I'll probably talk about this more later on, but we never thought we would get Maggie. And right. she's a complete miracle. You're already in the bonus. We're already in the bonus. And like, man, I, I can't believe like just how God has answered prayers because like she's like perfect. She's healthy. And like every like test that was being done on her in the hospital after she was born, like hearing and all that, you know, like everything was good. And I was like, this is unbelievable. Like this is just I'm just so grateful and so thankful. And she's a happy baby and she's. I mean, I know I'm biased, but she really is freaking cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're yeah. biased because she's your child, right? And because she looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Although I'm starting to see more of Amy yeah. in the, some of the pictures that were sure. taken. She, her face is kind of taken shape to um, when Amy was a kid. Um, so that's that's also cool to watch her to fill right. out and and get those features. So, yeah, cool. Did you want to talk about any more about the move? That's a big. That's a big deal for. Well, yeah, I was going to shift tie, in the house. I was going to tie in, um, yeah. but yeah. So you were talking about lasts. You know, the mm-hmm. la- the, the last, last time, and you, you don't realize. So oh, I yeah. didn't. It didn't hit me until just right this second that we. Um, I took. I took Ethan. Ethan had this loft bed, like a loft bunk bed, and he had like a dresser in, underneath it. Yeah. And in the ups, in his, you know, the kind of like a dorm room. Kind of like a dorm room. Yeah. In, the, in the first. Floor. I'm sure everybody saw it on Marketplace on Facebook. Yeah. For the, <laughs> 20 minutes I had it up there but um yeah it it was a bed I hated to put together it was an Ikea bed so you have all these dumb parts that you know anyway Swedish it was it was I hated that bed but I loved putting Ethan to bed in it because he had to get up and there's a ladder and so I would pick him up every night and like even still at 11 years old kid wants to be picked up and yeah put him to bed and he's you know constantly telling me uh, we're gonna do this when we're an adult, you know. And I'm not gonna be like, no, we're not, you know. Right. And I'm, not, but I'm not, you know. His wife what might is, think it's weird. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But so, so you know, we've been doing that for a couple years because he'd been down there for three years. And so finally, I, I when when I, I we made the switch, I took the bed down, and it went out of the house on Monday. And um, but I didn't realize till just right this second when you were saying that just, okay, that's the last time that yeah. he's sleeping in that bed. Now he's downstairs. It's a new phase, yeah. you know, and he's going to be in that room till, till he probably leaves the house, you know? Mm. And, and it's just a weird thing. Like I, and once we made the switch, I told Alexis like, cause our house has constantly been in a transition. We're constantly moving people around, yeah. you know, trying to figure out how we're not getting a bigger house. So how can we make this work as yeah. we all grow? Um, you know, so that's, that's, I would say that's, that was a big thing this week, even though I didn't realize it was that big of a thing. It was like, okay, here's a, here's a closed chapter. Let's move on to another one. It really is about those little moments, man. Yeah. And I think the other thing that it, it thank you because on what, on Friday, on, I'm sorry, Sunday, um, you guys were out, you guys were still at church. I'm talking to Eric and, um, we came over my, me, Alexis, Ethan, and Abby came over, let Chalupa run in your yard. Yeah. But it, it turned more into like... Did you bring a sled? We, we did uh, We did bring a sled. Okay, because I was like, oh, I think yeah. they brought a sled. Cause I so, saw, but, I thought, and that's I thought what it turned was, more yeah. into. Is, is Like a is, family day. Yeah, and like yeah. where Ethan was tackling, he, he just wanted to try to tackle me and, you know, and... It was just a great. It, it was nice ish out. The sun was out. It was in the thirties, yeah. and yeah. for this time of year, that feel that felt pretty good. But it was like at one at one point, Ethan and Abby were both 
playing in your yard and you have that upper part of the yard it's almost like a driving range where you have that upper part Ooh. yeah i thought about that <laughs> i was like this summer i'm coming over and, and oh hitting my some gosh golf balls. we could like legit do that oh into your backyard yeah because there's nothing behind you um <laughs> you guys don't hit golf balls very far do you well it's Dude, there's uh, have you looked out there like in the daytime like there's lots there's of, nothing yeah there's no there's nothing no, I'm telling you, there's if you well, slight, let me, let if me you, finish this real but, quick. But the yeah. ball's gone. Let me finish this. Oh yeah. Oh right. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> we're okay, gonna I'm... go. We're gonna go to like Willow's, not a sponsor, not and yet. steal all all of them. You know, because that's be... what God would have us do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Come on, Jay. But the point of your story is, <laughs> the point of my story is, it was just one of those moments where like the sun's shining and everybody's healthy and you're getting fresh air. The kids are playing well together with each other. You know, and and. As they get older, eleven and seven, they they're starting to be a little bit more catty toward each other, mm. and a little bit more adversarial towards which each is, other. Which is which is extremely noteworthy because they are the single closest siblings anyone's ever seen. Yeah, like they they'll hug each other. And oh yeah, put their arms around each other mm-hmm. and leave it there. But you can start. You're starting to see some of that distance, you right. know, and and because they're in the public school system now, they're not being homeschooled. They have all that coming in. And I had a moment with both of them where they were just at each other. And Ethan was, he, he can, he's a button pusher and he likes to poke. And, yeah. and he was doing this to Abby and, I had to put pull them both aside and say, listen, you're bringing behavior that you're seeing in school into this house. And mm. that's not you. That's the behavior that you're modeling. And that's not acceptable in this house. Yeah. You know, that's not who we are. And that's not who you are. Right. And so it was a good teaching moment. But my point is, though, I think those two moments were very big that for me this this week sure. as a dad, just kind of seeing the transition, you know, because you can kind of be like, OK, where'd that 18 years go? It's in these little moments where that 18 years goes. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of it left here. Yes, right. exactly. A little bit of it left And it's bittersweet, here. but it's also, you're just like, yeah, this is the way it should work. And this is what's going to happen. And so, but it's it's nice to recognize that in the moment. Um, so, yeah, that's that was kind of my week. That makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Just thinking about it just makes me feel really good. I love that you had that. Good. Yeah. I like to say it's sort of like snapshots, like mental, you take mental snapshots. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and of course, they right, get Jim. erased. What did you say? Jim and Pam. All right, Jim. Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. Oh, right, how they were doing that. Well, I thought wedding. before they did. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, but yeah, you take those and you're just, you just want to keep them forever. I mean, I guess some people actually take pictures. I don't. So maybe that would be more effective. I don't know if anybody has a camera nowadays. That's true. Wish you could have it on, on you all the time. That'd be convenient. Would be. As it is, you know, when we look back... And we realize things we've lost that would be described as a hurt or tragic moments in our life are described as a yeah. hurt. or any time an emotional need has been taken from us or not met. It's a hurt. And we've spent a lot of time in the last couple of weeks really talking about it. And where does it go and why this doesn't work and why that doesn't work. And last week, if you, if you didn't listen, we encourage you to download it and listen. We, we defined the four ways that people poorly respond to emotional hurts. And we promised, and finally we're here, that we are actually going to talk about ways to comfort, not Const- ways not to comfort. Constructive ways. Yeah. The things you can do to make sure when someone is sharing a hurt with you that you don't screw up. And so it's not just what not to do, but it's what to do. And the idea behind it is, again, share experiences attaching comfort to grief is the only way to really heal hurts. 
that you can rationalize it, you can look at it, you can look at all the different ways you can manage the hurt, all those things, none of them get rid of the hurt, like attaching comfort to grief in a shared experience. Again, rejoicing with those who rejoice, or in this case, mourning with those who mourn. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. good. Brian just put the mic up right up to his to his mouth. So I was like, "Oh, Brian wants to well, talk." Well, I was going to say I was going to I mean, I didn't know if it was necessary, but you know, it's kind of you hear this the phrase nature abhors a vacuum, you know. Oh, say it again. I've never heard nature, nature say that. Nature abhors a vacuum. Okay. You've never heard that's that that phrase? No. Really? Nature we don't read abhors, books. I'm not a uh, reader. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's not in books. <laughs> It's just a saying, but nature like, abhors a vacuum. Nature doesn't like nature. This world will fill things if there's an empty space. So, you know, like your tendency, if there's a pause, you want to fill it with something. Right. 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 And so anyways, my point is um, you're talking about when you're healing, when you're trying to comfort somebody emotionally, if there's a hurt, you attach, uh, a, you know, a good memory or something like that to it. Because if you don't attach something like that, what's going to happen? something else is going to come in and take its place. And if you're not uh, intentional with what you attach, yeah, it, whatever's you're just going to suck up all kinds of whatever. Yeah. You know? Right. So, well, that's, that's a really good point. And I got confused for half a second, but you know, you already pores. No, no, I, I was, I was down with that. But when you're talking about the attaching, yeah, you already have things attached to the hurt. You have terrible memories. You, right. But he's saying, when you comfort somebody, you're attaching a good memory. Yeah, because if you're you filling just, that space, the bad right. memory is the nature coming in and like the weeds come in and take over. Right. Or, or you go out and try to find some kind of gratification to that hurt in whatever comes your way. Right. So if you're intentionally, you know, attaching or or promoting some kind of healthy action, that's what I mean by that. I mean not to get on off on a tangent. Right. But I want to. I want to. I was agreeing with you. Yeah. That there are things attached to the hurts. Uh-huh. But what's what's essential is not inherently even good memories it's the moment where somebody shares your pain uh-huh. yeah right you know it's not well I, I my dad and my parents split up but my dad bought me a car yeah you know that doesn't heal you know because it's gonna the, all that's gonna do is the car reminds you of the split up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's somebody else saying Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And and crying with yeah. you in that given moment. So it's literally only comfort. Yeah. And and that's why people miss the mark because they'll try to say, "Hey, it's going to be, you know, encouragement. Oh, it's going to be okay." Mm. Or other things when real or, you know, all the things we talked about last week. You know, "Oh, I know what it's like to have a bad day." Right. "I had a bad day." 20 minutes later, that person's like, "Now I'm having a worse day cuz you won't shut up." Yeah. So literally it's just joining somebody in their emotion. And, and we've got some things for you guys to go over because too, too many people don't have this. Most people don't have this. Right. And what we can only hope is that if you don't have this, you can be this mm-hmm. and you can be this to somebody else mm. and then they'll experience it and they'll learn a little bit and maybe they can be that, that be like that and, and supply that comfort to you. Mm-hmm. And you have kind of an outline here. It's almost like a blueprint that uh, we're going to share this on on the website. We're going to put this. It'll down. be in the show notes. Yeah, it'll be on the show notes. So, um, you know, if you're if you're wondering where to start, this is a great place to to maybe take these notes and and really you know not to make it sound like school, but study them. I mean, you 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 did a really good job putting this down. Oh, 
Thanks. Um, and also, they're in the show notes. So, like, if you're driving, you don't have to pull over and take <laughs> notes right now. Right. Yeah. It's right. all in the show it's notes. It's all there. Be responsible. At lunchtimeinroom.com. That's right. Dot com. But number one is to really encourage you to have good relationships. Yeah. You can't expect somebody that you're always just, you know, busting chops and all this kind of stuff. And then one day to say to them, tell me about your worst pain ever. Yeah. You know, there's, you want to continue to build good relationships. And probably next week we're going to talk about what does a successful relationship look like? But if you don't have a real relationship with somebody, they're not going to share their innermost hurts with you. Right. And so we want to make sure that we're being intentional with people. And again, it doesn't mean you sit, you know, I've had people that are like, you know, they want to sit down with you of day one and like, well, tell me like the deepest, darkest, you know, secrets you have, or what was the worst moment in your life? And you're like, Oh, I was thinking maybe we'd order an appetizer. Like, what are we doing here? Don't be all that. Yeah. But we got to have a relationship if you're going to comfort somebody or else they're never going to share anything with you. And that sounds silly. But you got to earn it. You got to earn the right to be heard. Yeah. yeah. Right. So makes sense. Good. Yeah. So beyond that, um, we talked about this before you want to, in, as far as apologizing, um, I teach, you know, you have to seek understanding, not forgiveness. So as you sit down with somebody, you're going to try to join them in their emotion. Well, therefore you have to figure out what is their emotion, right? And you want to just continually try to understand how they feel and what are the, what they're feeling. You may not understand like um, little Susie wasn't allowed to go to New York to ride her horses this week and she's sad. Yeah. Okay. I don't get that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't get like, you're so spoiled that you're throwing a fit because this weekend you didn't get to fly to New York to ride your horses. But what is she experiencing? Okay. She's experiencing sadness. Why is she that? Because she gets everything she wants. She's still sad. Right. You know, okay. Little Susie in, the inner city's friend just got shot. She's sad too. Well, it doesn't matter that Susie one has horses. Susie two had a friend. They're both sad. Right. So seek to understand how they feel. You can't, you don't have to be able to feel the same way. This is a big one. In my yeah. opinion, this is like one of the like most foundational yeah. points of the whole thing. Cause like, like you're saying, like you could, you could be dealing with a complete tragedy in your life. You know, someone dies or whatever. If they're very close to you, someone passes away or whatever. That's a really deep, big life moment. Or you could be hammering a nail and hit your hand and it hurts real bad. You'll get over it, but you're both in some kind of pain right now. And that's what it is. It's in the moment. It's what you're going through, what that individual is going through, right? Like we put so much, oh, you think you have it bad. Yo, did you hear about, you know, Jay or Brian? Could be worse. Could be worse. You know, like, no, like, that's what that person is going through. And like, like you're saying, seeking that understanding of where they are in that moment as an individual is crucial Mm -hmm. to like the rest of the, to, to the list here. Yeah. And so what do you say to the person that if you're somebody that knows somebody going through something, but this, this person that's going through it is very, um, no, I'm good. Um. You know, and they're holding it, but you like you want to be there to comfort them. You know that they need that comfort. What? How, how do you approach a person who, you know, they need to be comforted, and they're in a ton of pain, but they're not willing to let you in? You know what I mean? You're trying to figure out where they are. You're trying to figure out what they're feeling. Um, what What do you do with a person like that? Well, and it's important that you bring that up. Um, 
and, and I want to close that last point real quick. Sure. Where you said that, you know, it's not for us to judge their emotion. Right. You know, like that's really making you that sad. Right. Yeah. Really? <laughs> you know, man, I wish it was in your I shoes. I wouldn't be that sad. About yeah. Right. That. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I'm not going say, through that. <laughs> you know, and so it's it's still that's why I say you have to figure out what they're feeling like. Okay, They're feeling sad unless they're just manipulating the whole situation and right, they're being yeah. dishonest. And that's a whole nother issue that we'll talk about next week. We're right. assuming in each of these situations, these are truly what people are feeling. Yes. So here you're saying this person is experiencing the, you know, potentially a terrible thing, Brian. Yeah. Or they you have say, so much hurt that they, they, right. they, their, their common thing is just to be they're all shut down balled and, up. Yep. And you say, Hey, you know what, man, I, I know you're going through a lot and I'm just checking in with you. How are you feeling? And mm-hmm. they go fine. Yep. Okay. Well, what are we trying to do? join them in their emotion right. right you know so that's really important to find out where are they how yeah. much are they sharing so if if i go to uh my boy uh bluto who's a big rough and tough guy and i say bluto hey i heard uh, your entire family was eaten by uh, rabid kittens huh. you must not be feeling very good yeah and bluto goes no i'm all right yep and if i say to him bluto bye. right and i start crying and i'm like bluto I mean, I can still see the finger of your one kid stuck in that one kitty's mouth. <laughs> Don't you understand? Bluto! <laughs> is Bluto ever talking to me again? <laughs> right. You right. guys don't want to talk to me because I came up with such a random gross example. <laughs> let alone Bluto. And so that's why we have to go where they are. People are very uncomfortable sharing their story in general. Right. And like I think it also goes back. I mean, you can always comfort somebody in a, in a very simple way. It doesn't have to be this like, oh, you're going to have this like pinnacle moment and you're going to be the ultimate comforter of all time to this person. Because I think it goes back to number one of being in a relationship. That's where you're really going to properly comfort somebody yeah. is in a real relationship. Um, but to go to that end, I was saying that they don't want to share their story. And so if they shared a little bit, Mm-hmm. You know, to who has been given much, much is required. Well, you you get a little bit, all you right, give a little bit, and then you give them a little bit, yeah. and then they feel safe, mm-hmm. and it's always got to be safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say it again. Uh, the place we find ourselves, podcast. It's interesting. I was listening to how hurts, how to heal hurts, or something. One of the one of his episodes, and he's talking about it from the other end. Like, how are you going to heal? And he says that you know, on the one end of this cliff you have where you are right now on the other end of this chasm, if you will, is healing, but you have to go into the, the valley of death. I mean, he very spiritualizes it. Yeah. You know, he even says, you know, Jesus died on the cross on Friday. He rose on Sunday, but he had to go through hell Saturday. Yeah. And the only way we heal. And he said, by healing is you tell your story. And he said, you might, he goes, uh, uh, somebody might say to you, well, I was molested when I was a child. Yeah. He goes, have they shared their story with you? He said, well, kind of, right, but only way up here. But he didn't say, right. because now if they say to you, I remember that my stepfather uh, and his exact example he used was always very nice to me and he would defend me to my siblings. And he also knew that I like crossword puzzles. And I always knew that I was in trouble when he would bring a new crossword puzzle up to my bedroom because that's when he would abuse me. Oh. And he always wore the same red sweater and he had this crossword puzzle in his hand and I knew it would happen. Mm. He said, now you know the story. Yeah. Same thing. Somebody wow. might say to you, um, I was abused as a child. Oh my gosh, tell me all about it. I am so terrible. Are you okay? Well, now they're like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. 
And so you have to let them build up the trust and join them in their emotion and not have it be an unsafe space for them because they don't want to share. Less is more starting out. Absolutely. All the, yeah. Well, that's a good question. Well, starting out, if you're going to, if you're not going to join them in their emotion at any point in time, well, like you're saying, like, should you stop just short or should you err on the side of too much? You're right. I would say less is more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, perfect Starting is, out. Perfect and, is is good. <laughs> That's my goal. Right? But and and so often, just as I even shared that story that he did in his podcast, immediately thoughts come into your mind. And so one important thing when we're comforting is to leave your inner monologue. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know what that is, you know, that's that's the voice in your head yep. that when you meet somebody, you're going, what's their name? What's their name? I've met him before. What's their name? What's their name? That's your inner monologue. Yeah. Do I have a booger? Do I have a booger? Do I have a booger? He's looking at <laughs> my nose. Do I have a booger? Yep. You want to do your best to shut that off mm-hmm. because once again, you're only focusing on you at that point. And so as someone starts sharing a hurt with you, you don't want to say, oh boy, this is going to take a long time or what should I say? What should I say? I don't. Shut up all that stuff, yeah, and really focus on them. And that's just a good good advice in general in life, you know. Like whether right. you're at work or whether you're whatever, it's, you know. Anytime you have an interaction with somebody, yeah, you know, be present with that be other person. Be present with that other person. It's right. such a huge thing. Man, that is, and I sometimes I have a tough time doing that. Uh, but there was, I remember the um, Ben Tabus. I'll give him a Bam. shout out. I don't think he listens to the show, Never but heard I'll, uh, yeah, I'll tell you, as a former coworker. But I remember one of the best things about Ben is that if you were talking to to him, he would put down everything and just like, mm, just, yeah, that's like not get in your face, but he would make <laughs> like make eye contact with you and just it was you. It was all about you yep. when you were talking, and it he just felt it made you feel like he was listening yeah. to every word you were saying and hanging on to every word. And that was, I was just so appreciative of that. He like, it was just such <laughs> you, a nice You kind of wished you had more to say. Well, I kind of <laughs> wish I was like that. Like I was well, like, sure. I, I mm. don't, I don't know if people ever feel like that when they talk, when, when oh, I'm I talking do. to them. I, I don't think it's something you well, need to Well, but we're about. like best friends. It's not like, you yeah. know, there's, yeah. It's it, remarkable that he does it that much. Yeah. Yes. And you don't know that it's, it's like an remarkable. everyday thing for him. Like right. that's who Ben is, you know? Yeah. Right. But, and that's, again, this is the inner battle that we face when we're comforting someone. That we're we're worried about ourselves, we're thinking about ourselves, and we really get it gotta get lost in them, which goes to the next point, which is if you really want to comfort somebody, you know, you want to focus on how you feel for them. Mm-hmm. Not how you feel for you. Yeah. Um, and that that goes with the previous one of your inner monologue. But like as you're listening to the story, you go, and, and it's a trick I use, it sounds so silly, but I swear it works. Especially if somebody's sharing a hurt from childhood. Mm-hmm. And a, a good way is to put their adult face on a whatever age person they were then, because it'll help you identify them at that age. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you don't, you don't remember what they look like then unless you're married to them and you've seen their pictures. But right. so you just think that and you go, how do I feel for that five year old Eric Hammond? Yeah. You know, looking out the door as daddy left, Yeah, you know, or Brian, dealing with friends turning on him and how do I feel about that and and what happens and and that goes to the next one which is to pay attention to your own body you know do you get this you know as I shared the story of the girl with the crossword puzzles 
you get this ick. Yeah. Like your skin is just icky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like it really, I felt yeah. really, uh, ugh. Yeah. Or yeah. the story of the boss screaming and yelling at the at your co- at your spouse or your coworker, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden your head is hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you want to convey that to them. Yeah. And you'll know you're there when you say, right now I feel like there's acid in my stomach. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so that's a huge connector. That, that's a huge way to connect. And don't make it up. Yeah. Right. right. So be, be in tune be in with tune. yourself. You have to. Yeah. And, and, share that, that and that's a practice. Them. It's a discipline. You're not great you know? at it right away. And some yeah. people are better at it than others. Yeah. But when you start getting intentional at it, it's amazing how quickly you start to understand. To be in tune with yeah, what you're doing. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and for those of you who are like, yeah, this is not what I do. You know, I've had the roughest, toughest, gruffest biggest baddest dudes look at me and go like well that effing sucks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'm like thanks yeah, <laughs> right, I, right, right. I don't want that guy to be like you know my heart just uh, tears up inside <laughs> yeah. and feels like it's got a hole going through <laughs> it like you know so it's all relative and, and, and it's who you are and and, and being, yeah be genuine being open and yeah, honest right. about it yeah. genuine is such a an important word to say there yeah um and, and we've got to let them know that. Like, I'm feeling this right now yeah. for you. It's huge. It's just huge. It, it's when you start doing it, it's hard to describe how um, important that is. But when you start doing it, it's like, wow, that's that's such a big thing. When you and, actually do communicate, not when you first feel it and then communicate it. To yeah. And there are times just before we go too much further. There are times when you'll be like. You know, this is my head is hot right now. And I can't imagine how angry you were in that moment. And they're like, no, I was pretty much okay with that. And you're like, you know, I'm thinking you were really upset by that, weren't you? And they're like, no, I'm like, no, because I'm really pissed off right now. And I think you were then too. And you're like, nothing? No? All right. You know. So you're going to screw up. You're not going to be perfect at it right away. Um, well, I wouldn't even say that. Is that a screw up? I mean, that's you're genuinely feeling. You're, you're, that's empathy and... Well, Maybe that's you're what's trying, supposed to What's your goal? What's your, what's your goal in doing to, this? To comfort them and feel to, what they're feeling. To join, to them, join them in their emotion. I guess. So you're trying to guess their emotion. And they're like, no, nah, that wasn't it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, All right. <laughs> Was it this? I feel this for you. No? All right. Can I introduce you to my friend? Maybe he has a better shot at it. Uh, well, how would you transition into a conversation about that? Would you continue on and say, like, oh, how do you feel? You know, like... Or how does that make you feel? If it doesn't make you feel hot in the head or angry, you know, do you continue on that conversation or do you like kind of let sleeping dogs lie and, and I would listen very closely to what they said. Yeah. So if I, if they said, uh, you know, I, uh, I came home and my grandfather had been eaten by some crows. Yeah. Everybody's getting eaten. Yeah. Animals. <laughs> um, he's suffocated from a pile of elephant dung. All right. Is that better? There's an animal involved. Still, in that yeah, still. Still animal okay. Involved. <laughs> Anyways, uh, a satellite fell on my grandmother's house. <laughs> All right, and squashed her. And my grandfather came home from playing poker. It's like a futuristic uh, Wizard of Oz theme here. All right, <laughs> <laughs> and this woman Dixie gets out of the satellite that had squashed my grandmother. <laughs> right, right, right. Anyhow, and so I'm talking to my grandfather, and I said, and I say to him, "Man, I can't imagine." Just how confused, like my head's dizzy right now with how confused you were. And he would say, confused? Betsy got squashed by a satellite. There's nothing confusing about that. 
it just pisses me off. I'm going to have to now deal with all this, and people are going to think I probably set that satellite. Yeah. Man, that is a lot of doing. You know? I I can't imagine how much work you have ahead of you. Right? Right. You know, I'm just going to transition to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm going to try to to find that emotion. Yeah. And I'm going to join him in it, because that goes back to the beginning. Yeah. Clearly, I didn't understand what he was feeling. Right. So right. it's 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 learning to mirror almost. I mean, when you when like genuinely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 because there's a there used to be a counseling style which is called re- responsive or reflective listening. Yeah. So he so Grandpa says that all to me. I go, it sounds like you're really angry. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That still makes him feel alone because I'm observing him. Right. Yeah. If I go, boy, it sounds like you know, boy, I, I can imagine that pissed you off. Yeah, it did piss me off. Well, and it's you funny. know, and I'm pissed off too. Yeah, and we're all like together on it. Yeah, and it's funny because like you what we're talking about is like, okay, so, you know, he lost his, his wife in this situation. Right. And th- this is I believe very, Betsy was her name. <laughs> this is a very grandiose example of this. I try to use examples by the way that don't really happen. Just right. But so no one listening goes, Oh, satellite fell on my grandma. <laughs> right. But they're, um, <laughs> you bastards. But, but and if that has happened, please let us know. Yeah, Cause I really want to hear that. Oh it would be gosh. the coolest story ever. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, but, Oh, Eric, you're still here. But it's a perfect it's a perfect example of how people deal with things way differently than than you might yeah. or other people. And right? it's surprising. And it, it is surprising because like so, Jay, so you went into like he's thinking about all the stuff that's coming his to way that he's going to have yeah. to deal with. Right. That's where his mind. Yeah. Was. He's not at the loss as of a, my lifetime soulmate. Right. right. And I go back to right. as, as an that's individual. As an individual, seek understanding, right? It all. Right. I think a lot of seek it's it. good, right? So you're seeking it by going on to the next, trying to figure out what that hurt is, and it might be so ridiculous. But then when you think about it, it's like, oh yeah, he's. I mean, insurance is that going to cover the house? Yeah. Like, oh, you yeah. know, like oh man, all these things that you're going to have to worry about. Oh, genuine, man. and it's genuine for him. That's the world that exactly. He's living in. Right, right, and that goes to that we're not judging them, right? You know that we're not saying you should feel something yeah, differently, right? You know, and and so mm, that is a good one. Oh, your son Trey died. You should feel devastated. You should feel angry, but you embraced it as much as you could and turned it around and made it for the glory of God. And that's still, I mean, it's a little bit perplexing to me. You know, I mean, and and <laughs> you should still. It's such an amazing. You know, yeah. It's such an amazing example to me. But there are those who in don't that get si- it. No, yeah, in, in that situation, you know, you're not reacting the way that. I might react. And, and so um, to go back to, to that, it's just you meet them where they are and say, okay, if that's how you're doing it, then I join you in that. And in our example, I know there were people like that mm-hmm. or that were like, oh, look at the way he's justifying it by pointing towards God and mm-hmm. something like that. You know, our, our situation was so tragic. Praise God, nobody had the balls, I think is the phrase uh, sure. that some people use, to come up to me and be like, you know, you're just justifying, you know, yeah, but in similar right. circumstances or similar, sorry, in dissimilar, in much lighter circumstances, people will say, don't you think you're making too much of this? Mm-hmm. Or you know, you're really just not, you know, they will say, yeah, we'll judge your feelings. Sure. Yeah. And we can't do that because that's sure. not a safe space at right. all. No, but it's important. So Brian shares with me the story, uh, not eating, not animals, not satellites, <laughs> um, that he won a million dollars but then lost it at the Wheeling Downs racetrack betting the Greyhounds the next day. Right. He won it um, in the scratch-off lotto, yeah. lost it on the Greyhounds. This was last week. And I'm trying to comfort him. By the way, this hasn't really happened. Um, <laughs> no, that's really why I went It was horses. <laughs> um, 
What'd you say? That's really why I went to New York. <laughs> Either way. But I could say to him, Brian, it's cool, man. I'm not judging you. I mean, I have done so much worse than that. I want to tell you about the one time that I did this, and I've done worse, and I've done that, and yeah. that goes back to making it about me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, look, no, you can tell me whatever. It's okay. Right. And I absolutely, you know, am and sad for this and yeah, all no the shame. other things. The last point I want to make in this for now on how to comfort is, is a very tricky one, and that is let them talk. What? Let them talk. I know. Look who's saying this. <laughs> but the point is, let them talk and don't ask questions, mm-hmm. which for, for Rachel, mm. this kills her soul. Because <laughs> she's like, she no, asks I need to know yeah. the details. I want to know this. I want to know that. But they've already shared with you as much as they felt they needed to. Mm-hmm. If you ask questions, that's for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's for you. You want to understand more. You want to know the details, all these kind of things. The sneaky bad part is you want to join them in their emotion. If you ask questions, you've taken it away from their heart, and now you've gotten them up in their brain. Oh, you were abused when you were little. Really, where were you living at that time? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, let me see now. We were... They're no longer teling their story. They're relating facts. facts. Yeah. So now they're in their head, and you're going to try to join them in their emotion when they left their heart three minutes ago, yeah. and they're up in their head. Yeah. So now what's going to happen is you're going to say, oh, I'm so sorry. It must have been so scary. And they're like, oh, in my head. Yeah, scary, sure, but you know, others have had it worse. And mm. you're banging your head up against the wall, and you're not going to get there. Right. Mm. Hey, I was abused. I'm really sorry. Um, I, I lost money. You know, all these enticing things like I lost I lost so much money last week. You want to say, how? What'd you do with it? Oh, my gosh. You had it and then it was gone. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's just, you know, what are you going to do? I don't know. Oh, boy. Not, well, why didn't you save the money or where did you lose the money or where's the last time you saw the money? Right. Stay away from the questions. It's so biblical. Like, you know, because, you know, like what you talk about today sometimes is like, there'll be a situation in the Bible and you're like, what are the side conversations that are happening right now? <laughs> but the Bible just gives you like, tells you what you need. tells you what you need. Yeah. But you I know? still want to know a lot. I more. still do want to know a lot, <laughs> but, the, but it's the same in these situations because you're, you're trying to solve their problem. Right. Versus seeking that understanding in that individual. Right. But it all goes back to that. So I want to, in a future episode, yeah, because it would be great to do it right now. Here's the cliffhanger, everybody. But I would love to give examples of great comfort. Yes. Um, and, and personal stories. And yeah. I would love to do that now, um, but we don't have we're the time say, for we're it this save week. That. Yeah. You know, you know, maybe we should have budgeted our time. Maybe we could just do better. Oh, we could do time. better. Yeah. There's oh a lot of people goodness. that could do better. I'll tell you that much. Yes. I got a simple one. So I was at Sam's. Big surprise. I was at Sam's. Sam's. <laughs> I've already seen them at Sam's twice. Nice. <laughs> Loving it. Um, and I, I was. Oh, here it comes. I, I know it. No, no, no. I left Sam's. Oh. And I'm in my car. And I come to a stoplight. It's the stoplight. Um, With the fake homeless guy? <laughs> no. No. Uh, by started uh, on that guy. By <laughs> Pet Boys and Home Depot. Yeah. Coming back home. Oh, where Comp USA used to be. Yes, right. Circuit City, if you will. Circuit City. Oh, man. Circuit City. I love Circuit City. Um, and come to the red light. Red light turns to green. I get off my brake pedal and I press the gas. <laughs> yes. I didn't even, there was no hesitation. Yeah. And there's somebody that's already rolling. They weren't they they weren't they weren't even at the intersection to stop. Yeah. Okay. I'm very animated right yeah, now. Yeah, you are. 
they weren't forward in your seat on the <laughs> yeah. balls of your feet. Like <laughs> yeah. they weren't even. They didn't even come to a stop at the at the stoplight. They were like still like rolling up to come to a stop behind you. Yes, and they were beeping. Yeah, and I'm like, so I, I just went, you know, like what? <laughs> threw your hands in the air, you yeah. know. Get the I, Italian hands. Well, and it's fu- it's funny because like that's always perceived differently. And I'm like, what what did I do wrong? But they're, what they're saying is like, hey, you know, you know, yeah. like what, you know, yelling yeah. at them. Well, what were you doing at that point? Like, what did I do wrong? Or like, what do you want me to do? Kind of both. Like, what did I do wrong? What, what do you want me to do? do? I was like, was I did I hesitate? And I was like, no, I didn't hesitate. And he goes and, off again. And, and like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and uh, and I noticed. I'm I'm definitely gonna. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Wrinkle a little, feather. Be a little prejudice here. Oh boy! I looked at the license plate. New Yorkers. Uh, okay. Sorry. All right. So you know we're driving. Oh yeah. Did you take it down to about fifteen? Well, and one of the things. No, I I was just driving. Put the blinkers I, there was, on. There was, uh, there was drive down the middle. There was another vehicle in front of me. There was a, a bigger vehicle in front of me, and uh, but driving the speed limit, and um, <laughs> so I got so. No to low sugar. I got some dark chocolate at uh, <laughs> Sam's. So, because <clears throat> that's like my sweet treat. So I, I broke one open in the car, right? And uh, <laughs> they get in the other lane and they start passing me on the left. And I look over and I just take a bite of the chocolate. <laughs> like a baller. And she's like, she is. And oh, this is another element of the story. It was the Passenger, it was her. The guy's driving. I don't know if they're married oh, or boyfriend. No. Or she's the one that beeped because I looked back and she's the one that was like leaning over what? and beeping. Yes, right. The, so just that's do better. That on lady you. in yeah. labor, right? Yeah, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 um, and I just smugly like just take a bite of my <laughs> take a bite of my dark. You chocolate, showed them, and I just I just I'm chewing it, and I'm and I just like look over, and she's like. Like I can't hear what she's saying, but she's like mfing me in the car, and, and I'm just like, and I just look forward and I'm driving. And the best part is, is like, I'm going down, and I was further down the road like the whole time. Like yeah. they're stuck on the uh, left hand yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. That makes me so angry, <laughs> dude. Right? Makes, I didn't do anything wrong. You and I are. You and I drive so similar, and the same things. <laughs> Just, just set me uh, off. Like, I, like, I, I want to fight for you. Like, I because I, w- well, yeah, I was like, I just be cool, man. Yeah, just I know cool. you want chew to. Your chocolate, bro. Don't, just don't chew roll down the Inside, you want to shock a hammer at them. I'm like, ooh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, like, I wasn't in the wrong. There was nothing. No, I did there's wrong. nothing. No. You've done. It's oh. an injustice less to you. Wrong. It's so, an yeah. injustice to you. Do you know better, New Yorkers? I'm putting you all in the same bucket, New Yorkers, as these people. That's the Man. same intersection where the guy threw, uh, or a girl, I don't remember, threw the garbage out the window, uh, like 100 feet ahead of me, the exact same intersection. And then when I pulled up next to them, they gave me the finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what are we doing? It might have been New York plates, too. I'm not so sure. I bet it was. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> On another traffic tip, and this one will be very quick. Here's just, just do better. Yeah. You're in a truck. Yeah. You're in a four by four vehicle going through a parking lot. Yes. Okay. You can go more than one mile an hour over a speed bump. <laughs> if I see one more SUV, right. super cab truck come to a complete stop before yeah. a speed bump and then proceed one mile and over when I'm in an 07 Kia, well, maybe it is because I don't care. You know, I'm seeing if I can get air over them. <laughs> and they're in this big souped up. What if they're holding four. hot coffee, Jay? 
that suspension <laughs> will more yes. than take care. No, I'm not, with you. I'm totally with you. I'm like, this is just one of the reasons why you got Don't you criticize my hurts. Don't you criticize my hurts. Isn't this one of the reasons why you got the vehicle so Wouldn't you, you think, could go over these faster? Oh, Mr. Off-Road Guy. So the Art Institute of Pittsburgh's closing, and oh, that's your alma that's mater. That's my alma mater. And... What, what happened Do better because they that was like the thing i went to i went to pittsburgh uh technical institute it was yeah pti like, back in the day it was like like pti or, or guys pittsburgh had big Tech, rumbles in the streets or, with yeah them. we did we did the snapping yeah. um got our combs out and combs you know but hair. it was like the thing like pti was kind of like oh you went to pti you didn't do the art institute and so now the art institute's closing, and what? What? And you see, I don't know all the details, but lack of I alumni know, support is what I understood. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, He's not very engaged. Artists with don't it. make money. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but all I know is there's a there. I think they're part of a, and this is, a, this is an assumption. They're part of like a bigger school yeah, thing, right. and evidently they, they have been doing poorly for a while now, and they were going to sell off to another company and they actually like held off money to make it look like they had more money than they really did uh, the art institute yeah do better yeah do better do better. sorry yeah i i'm sorry it's because it's a chapter of your life but oh i'm okay let's do better i'm, I'm not hurt yeah. i i really I'm, I'm really not um you know i i love i actually love my time there I, you know I, I had a good time there and um and it was a a step in your in your journey, man. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I wouldn't be today. where I am today absolutely. if I if it wasn't for that. So if it wasn't um, for yeah. it led you right to driving a water truck. <laughs> um, do we have a can't do better? Oh, you know, it's important for us to point out when people can't do any better. And right. we have one of those. Today. We do. So I noticed there's uh you know, somebody on online posted a picture of uh John Cena. John Cena John Cena. John Cena. That was do, a thing do, two years do. ago. Um like and, a Rick roll. Yeah, right. And, uh, WWE superstar, but it was evidently it was an old picture. But Crossover. the picture said John Cena has done over four hundred Make a Wish. Now it like I think back in two thousand five he was at like five hundred. So who knows how many he's done? Yeah, since then, phenomenal. But dude is like, I mean, how can you be angry at this guy if he does like anything wrong? Like, I mean, come on, he spent so much of his time, can't do better. Yeah, he's making time for he all more these than kids. any other individual. Yeah, he's the record, far more. I think he's is. the record holder. Yeah, I think next you in can line be... are people like. Justin Bieber, I think Justin Bieber has like close to 300 or something like that. Um, nothing. To, There's nothing, a joke there. <laughs> nothing, uh, to, nothing to sneeze at. Hey, I, I think that's fantastic. I got fantastic. nothing against Justin Bieber. Yeah, I, I don't, don't really But there's know. a joke there. Um, and But man, can't do better, John. I hope you're listening. Yeah, John. <laughs> if you are, let us know. We'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. WWE, not we'll a sponsor. We'll shout you out next week. Yeah. No, and that, I mean, as a, as a Make-A-Wish recipient, you know, we were more destination-based because mm. I wasn't yeah. going to waste it on a one-night thing. And With John again, Cena. Right. Or with anybody, I don't know, you know, whatever. You're taking, you're talking about Trey, who's met Sidney Crosby and didn't want to meet him. Yeah, so that was great. But and you it, guys went to Disney World. It means the world. Yeah, and it is a bright, bright, bright light in a very dark world. Yeah, yeah. and for him to just be like, and think about it for him. It's I'm such, sure he goes home at night, being I think as normal of a human being as he is, and goes like, everybody just wants to see me. Mm. Like all he's doing is like. Kneeling down, shaking a hand, right. doing a whatever, but yet so many people like that don't do that. Yeah. Right. And I think he right. really does join them. Like I think he's just a classic example yeah. of joining somebody yeah. genuinely yep. and just being 
genuine like right the, because like, then you the, have like the antonio browns of the world that it's just it's all about them they have ridiculous wealth they're spending like 20 grand on a on a pendant or yeah. you know something saying that they're the greatest of all time yeah and, goat and ring thank you very what, much whatever and i don't i don't, don't want to give him any more space but then you have a guy <laughs> like john cena who is genuinely doing amazing things yeah you know and and so can't do better john yeah. cena can't do thank better you so that. much for doing that thanks john cena and that is this week's show. Thank you so much for listening yes. to Lunchtime in Rome. Give us a visit on our website at lunchtimeinrome.com. Sign up for our email. Follow us on Twitter. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook and follow and like us there. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.